wanted to ask you about Nikhil Harry. Uh, I think last week on the call with us, you mentioned that um, you wanted to do a better job of trying to find ways to get him the ball, um, especially uh, outside the red zone, perhaps. I'm curious what you saw from him uh, yesterday and uh, what kind of progress you're seeing from Nikhil. Yeah, Nikhil had a good week of practice uh, last week and um, played a lot of different roles for us yesterday, uh, aligned in a lot of different uh, places um, in the formation, which was um, a little bit of a change for him, but it was good, um, you know, so that he could do some things, um, you know, that suit him and and fit what we do on offense and um, I thought he ran hard when he had the ball in his hands. Made a good, pl- made a few good plays in that, in that regard. Uh, converted a third down. Had another third down conversion. Um, you know, had a great catch on the sideline there down the field. Um, that we we uh, you know that was called back because we had the the penalty. But I thought that was a great effort, a great play. Um, you know, in a in a one on one type situation, um, and then certainly made a a really uh, good play in the red area, <clears throat> you know, uh, keeping the play alive, not getting pushed out of bounds once the play was extended, um, and then and then just continuing to work and find space for the uh, for the quarterback to find in there. So, um, you know, he also blocked uh, pretty well, uh, did some different things in the, um, you know, had a, uh, you know, impacted uh, us in a couple of the screen game, uh, you know, plays that we were able to make. So, um, he just continuing to get better, and he works really hard. All our guys work really hard, and he's he certainly uh, wants to wants to help in any way that he can. He's got a great attitude. Uh, like I said, it all starts with a good week of practice, and we're going to need to have another good week of practice this week. <clears throat> as his ability to uh, separate or run without the ball um, as the play breaks down sometimes has been something that he he has worked on this season. Um, yeah, it, you know, we, we do, we do a little bit of that and, um, you know, and, and, and really and truly, you, um, those are sometimes those are hard to, hard to work on extensively. You know, you teach them rules and generally speaking, we have a philosophy, uh, you know, when, when the ball's held or when the play breaks down, you know, in terms of what to do, but each play kind of is a little different based on what the route is, you know, and, um, so, you know, generally speaking, you want to try to stay in motion and uh, move to find open space and help the quarterback, and I thought he did a good job on that play in the red zone. Thank you. Yep. <clears throat> uh, next question, Nick O'Malley, followed by Bob Tosi. Morning, Josh. Good morning, Nick. I want to ask you about uh, play calling, specifically when it comes to uh, screen passes. Uh, yesterday, you had success, <clears throat> especially early on, uh, calling the James White screen that, that – uh, spark the uh, first touchdown. I want to ask: Is how does calling a screen pass work into the rhythm of play calling for an offensive play caller? Is it something where you're trying to just get a feel for the rhythm of the game and get a feeling for, it, or is it something specific on the field that you see that triggers? Oh, this might be a good time to call a screen pass. I think you use uh, your your tape study <clears throat> uh, during the course of the week um, to try to you know um, you know boil down what you really think is uh, has a shot to be productive um, in in that area of the game or any area of the game. Um, it's, you know you got to you got to use what you uh, what you've seen. You got to uh, trust the film work you put in um, to 
to believe that you have a shot to make those plays work because whenever you're calling a screen, it's generally a one-man play, and, um, you know, there's not a lot of options on the play. So uh, we always tell our players anytime we're going to uh, limit the number of options that are available in the pass game on a play like that, it, it really boils down to our execution because you're trading in, you know, three, four, or five options uh, for just a singular option, and so we better do a good job of executing it. And the players um, really did a good job. I thought the line got out in front of a couple of those screens yesterday, did a nice job. Um, like I said, the receivers blocked down the field, and then the back certainly made uh, some good runs in space once they got the ball in their hands. So there's a lot of things that have to go right on a screenplay. I think we have guys that are willing to do those tough things, uh, you know, well when we call them. Um, you can't overuse screens. I think you got to be careful with that. But, um, you know, if you feel like there's a couple situations based on your your film study that you, you can use them and be productive, uh, then you work on them during the course of the week and try to give them a shot during the game. And like I said, the players really deserve any and all credit on those plays because we, uh, you know, we need them to execute really well to have pr- uh, production, and, and I thought they did that yesterday. <clears throat> Thanks, Josh. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, Bob Sosi is next, and if anyone else wants to ask a question, hit five star. All right. Thanks, Casey. Good morning, Josh. Good morning, Bob. Hey, I want to pick up on – I know Mike was asking about uh, Nikhil uh, and, and route running and, and, and things related to that. I'm, I'm curious about him in, in the running game. Uh, last year, obviously, Cordero was a big part of that with the speed sweep. When you have, or, or jet sweep, whatever, however it's described, how important is that? Uh, to your offense to have that particular play, that particular threat uh, in your repertoire. Uh, we've seen it a lot with Julian as well, but with Nikhil, given his size and the ability to be elusive, but also physical uh, in the open field. <clears throat> it's certainly something that, um, you know, a lot of teams have used, you know, to, to kind of, um, you know, give the defense a change up, you know, and get the ball to the perimeter if they can. Um, I think Nikhil did a good job with his opportunity. He, you know, last week he caught the little, um, the little play behind the line of scrimmage and made a really good play with the ball in his hands. And then this week he had a couple chances to run with it. So, um, you know, he's a big guy that can, that can move pretty well and is, is, you know, not easy to tackle and get to the ground. So, any opportunities you have to to do that with players like that, uh, they're good uh, because you have a chance to be productive. I would just say that you know you got to be smart. Um, those are plays that um, you can you can run. You know if they're well scouted and you have a specific look in mind that you're looking for, uh, but you also got to be careful of not over overdoing that stuff because. Um, you know, again, it's similar to the screen. You're you're putting all your eggs in one basket, and if the defense overplays it or plays it well, <clears throat> there's not other options on the play. So um, it comes down to our execution. I thought our guys did a good job of executing and giving him an opportunity to get started, and then he made a good run. But we blocked well on the edge and, and uh, gave him a chance to, to get into the defense and get around the corner, and, and that's always important on those plays. And if I can ask you a follow-up, uh, I don't know how much time you've had to look at the Bills um, at this point, but last night uh, on the NBC broadcast, they noted that Tremaine Edwards has become uh, uh, maybe uh, more aggressive in the blitz uh, for the Bills. They don't blitz often, but uh, he's been a bigger factor. I-, I was curious if you've had enough 
time watching the Bills over the last few weeks to see to see his evolution in their defense this year and what kind of an impact that might make. Certainly, um, have you know he he's he's a he's a really good player and he's in his second year and and he's already um, you know he's improved tremendously each time I watch him. Um, he's big, he's fast, he's long, he's disruptive in coverage. He's hard to get a handle on at the second level in the running game. You know, you really got to do a good job of getting a hat on him, and and he's a good blitzer. And and you know, um, they they send him and 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 different spots and different downs and distances. Um, I think Leslie and and Sean do a tremendous job with their entire defensive unit. This is this is the best defense um, that we play, and and they're you know the the challenges incredible um and we you know we we've got to see him once this year and, and now we have another opportunity to uh prepare and, and play in a, an incredibly important game to to our season uh this week and um you know they're they're well coached at all three levels Edmonds does a tremendous job in the middle um plays every play um, very disruptive guy we're gonna have to do a good job of preparing for him and knowing where he's at on every snap thanks josh appreciate it mm-hmm. yep now two final questions. We'll go Mike Petraglia, followed by Alan Siegel. Go ahead, Mike. <clears throat> thanks, thanks, Casey. Uh, Josh, I want to kind of ask you the uh, same thing about Shaq Lawson. And I think they said on the NBC broadcast last night uh, that he's been getting a few more reps uh, based uh, on, you know, the, the opponents they've been playing. I'm curious if you've seen uh, him on the field a few more times and what problems he presents. Yep, he's uh their entire front's disruptive. Um, I mean, but Shaq definitely uh they move him around, he plays and he plays inside, uh sometimes in passing situations. Um, you know, he, he can play on either side of the line. Um, so everybody has to block him. Um, you know, but disruptive guy, um certainly, you know, uh, has grown into his role in their defensive scheme. Um, you know, he, he he can beat you inside. He can beat you outside. He plays hard. Uh, he's got a good motor. Got a good skill set. Um, you know, and it really it complements all their other guys. You know, Hughes is very disruptive. We played a lot against him. Phillips has been, you know, really, really uh, a disruptive guy in terms of tackles for loss, sacks, you know, get, getting people in the backfield this year. Uh, Murphy, uh, you know, is we played against him quite a few times. Is good player on the edge, long, um, a little different skill set. Uh, but you know, nonetheless, very disruptive. Oliver has stepped in and, and done some really good things for him. I mean, they they're deep up front. Um, you know, their whole defense uh, really plays off of the disruptive plays that their front makes, um, and they do a really good job. But Lawson's definitely uh, definitely fits in really well. Um, they use him in a lot of different roles, and he's another guy we got to know where he's at on every play. Great, thanks, Josh. <clears throat> yep. And last question is Alan Siegel. <laughs> Yeah, thanks, Stacy. Thanks, uh, Josh. This morning, a couple of just questions about the, the Bills, as, as the, the the last couple of guys have talked about a little bit, and, and I'll I'll do it in two prime ways. One, um, having a short week does it help with the fact that you're familiar with the Bills, have already played them, make it preparation easier. Not certainly not an easy team to prepare for, but at least easier that you're familiar. And two, watching the Bills over the last several weeks, it seems they really have ascended into a defense that is hard to fool. And they seem to be in the right place at the right time, more than not. Um, yeah, I mean, the, they're tough. No matter if it's a, a long week, a short week, <laughs> uh, any week, they're they're going to be a difficult preparation. Uh, we're familiar with 
their players and in you know kind of how they how they played and how they played before but we're we're deep into our study of you know uh, going back through what they did in our first game and, and what they've done since then so um this is a uh as good a group as we see like i said um they don't give up. They don't make mistakes because they're extremely well coached. They're very good at all three levels. They got really good players at all three levels. Uh, they do not give up big plays, um, and they make you drive the ball. And they're very good on third down, and and they create long yarded situations with penetration and disruptive plays by their front. And their pressures are difficult to handle, and they do a good job of calling them at the right time. So um, they're fast. They're, uh, like I said, they're very disruptive up front. Their linebackers are fast. Um, their secondary is extremely uh, good when the ball's in the air. you got to be very careful. You can't make mistakes around them. Uh, Hyde, Poyer, White, Wallace, I mean, all these guys, if you make a mistake, they're going to catch it. And they got great vision on the ball, and they do a good job in main coverage when they play main coverage too. So um, this is, like I said, Coach McDermott and Coach Frazier do a great job. Uh, got a tremendous amount of respect for what they what they do with this group and how hard they make it every single week. Um, this is going to be a great challenge for us. Thanks, Josh. Yep.